everyone, and welcome to Beyond the Ball with me, Colly. This week, I'm joined by Paddy. Paddy, big Paddy. What's he plays on the left. He plays on the right. That boy, Ronaldo, makes United look shite. <laughs> <laughs> and we are joined by Connor. Connor, what's happening? All right. <laughs> Lads, this is like deja vu all over again. Uh, two shocking results for Liverpool, or for, yeah, for Liverpool and United. Um, Bad draw at home for Chelsea. Ugh, robbery, by the way. Um, right, we're so we're, we're going to be talking about what? Last week I was I was I was comfort drinking. This week I'm comfort drinking and I'm comfort eating. So <laughs> it's just slippery slopes. I think I'm, I'm going to lose again this weekend. I'll be on the gear next week. <laughs> uh, right, lads, we're going to be looking at the weekend that just happened there. Um, so much shit to talk about. We're going to be focusing on obviously the Chelsea match where we got absolutely anal raped. Um, we're gonna we're gonna uh, look at the Liverpool game where one man up front can't control his uh, his temper. He always um, said he was good with his head. I always said yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he always hits the target with his head, and he done it again. Uh, <laughs> and then we're gonna look at the absolute farce fest that was Manchester United. Um, probably the worst performance of all time. Lads, what will we go on to first? Oh, sorry, I'm, not, I'm telling everyone what we're, what we're going to be listening to, aren't we? Uh, now we're going to go have a look at the fancy football. We're going to have a look at the next challenge, lads. Challenge number three, is it? Yeah, sir. Challenge number three is up, lads. So we'll be watching that as well. And then we'll give our predictions for um, next weekend's fixture. So we're only talking about two of the fixtures, lads. It's going to be Chelsea and Leeds. And it's going to be United and Liverpool, who are obviously the, the main kind of the match of the weekend so lads we're gonna move into the first thing this week and it is you gave me abuse over that one paddy for not having that ready so i said i fucking better get that ready or i get abuse over. <laughs> i look even more burnt and i look a bit chinese as well <laughs> on that one <laughs> a burnt chinese victim there's nothing worse um lads what are we going to talk about first? Which 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 match do we want to start off with? Take your pick. Ah, should we go with Chelsea or the boss? Oh, we're going right in, right, lads. Now, Lucky we all Chelsea. know the result. Two all. Here we go. Harry Kane scored in the 99th minute, or 92nd minute, whatever it was. 96th, I think it was, actually. Lads, I'm not being biased, but Chelsea were fucking robbed in that match. Yeah, absolutely being biased. I'm 100% not, right? I'm not being biased at all. No, no, yeah. And you know what? I'm not biased when they start ascending, but I'm not being biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to show you why. I've got proof. I'm going to back it up. Let's have a look at this. This is the first goal, right? As you can see here. Now, if you actually zoom in on this. Well, first of all, your triangle is not on the keeper's eyes. Exactly, which I was just about to point out. Now, this isn't me. I didn't do this graphic. I found it online. I was going to point this out myself because it's actually to the left, which makes it even more. And also, that would not be be his field of vision. He's not wearing like blinkers like a horse. No, he is. He is. It's like Metal Gear Solid where he only has that. I mean, the ball, the ball's already been hit as well, so it doesn't matter. Okay, right, lads, lads. I, 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 you're getting away from the point here, right? I didn't fucking make this picture. Right? I'm just trying to. I'm just trying Chelsea to show me point. He's not. He's not blocking. He's not. Yeah. No, he is because that ball goes the right if, side. If he's of him. Closer, he would be. But he's not no. blocking his view. He's too the far away. The, other side of him. No, the ball goes the other away. side of him. So the keeper uh, has a clear also, side of where the can ball I finish? Is can I finish? Can I can I finish? So <laughs> also before that, before the ball got absolutely launched up top, Kai Havertz was in on goal, and someone absolutely fucking, I think it was Romero or something like that, goes through him and gets his can I finish? Never goes through him. Goal. Goal. <laughs> All right, whatever. Like he was he was up the other end of the pitch. That can I fucking finish? He was going through. And fucking Romero goes through him and gets his toe on the ball. Now, Laz, last time I checked the rules, you can't go through a player to get the ball. Has that changed? Am I wrong no, in that? I, I didn't see it because like, you can't really I talk about it here unless you have evidence. Yeah, that's convenient, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, lads, that for that reason, this goal should not have stood. And it's disgusting that it did stand. And well, Look, it did. And I'm sure there's plenty of goals Chelsea <clears> have scored in their time that maybe shouldn't have. No, nope. being you know, so like it, it, it swings and roundabouts, right? No, talking show Chelsea, every goal Chelsea have ever scored so is always legit. I'm sure, except for the, the header. And uh, like, considering we were all thinking Tottenham are probably gonna annihilate us last week, and you were agreeing even that they probably were, they were, they were a better team, like that was actually a good result for Chelsea. And a really Hold on, it wasn't just a good result, 
it was well, it wasn't a good result in the end. The performance was absolutely outstanding. They absolutely, we absolutely bashed them. We did. Uh, and Golo Kante pulling up with another injury, an absolute nightmare because he's outrageous. He is. Um, but we absolutely bashed him for the whole game. So I'm just a little bit, uh, just a little bit upset that Harry Kane got that goal, which was so disgusting. And I'll tell you why. After, after you saying after 70 minutes, Harry Kane is shite. No, yeah, I know. I I know. And I knew, I knew it was going to happen. Like I knew he was going to fucking score after saying that. But lads, I'm going to show you why I'm so disappointed because of this absolute atrocity that we're looking at on the screen right here. Look at this scumbag, lads. When was it acceptable to pull a man down by his hair? When he pulls well, if you have hair that long, you deserve to be pulled down. Lads, come on. Let's call a spider spider here. We're all football men here. This is a fucking... It was checked for a fucking red card, and we didn't even get a free out. You can't give a free out. The ball wasn't in play. It was never going to be a free It out. was. It was. It happened. That, that incident happened when the ball, the corner was taken. No, it wasn't. It was just the before he kicked the ball. No, it wasn't. The ball was kicked. I double-checked it. The ball was kicked. The ball was in play. This happened. It doesn't show on this. Where's the still image of the ball I, being in I play? can't copyright infringement, lads. Oh. We're already fucking barred from YouTube half the time. <laughs> so, lads, can someone explain <laughs> to me how this was not? Because of your home videos. You're your only fans. <laughs> no, no. Lads, come on. Let's go. How, how was this not a free kick out? No, look, the, the infri- it was a red card, but the infringement started before the ball came into play from what I saw. It- it didn't. Oh, so it should have been a red card for Romero, but the corner should have been retaken. Right. Well, then that corner would have been retaken, and I don't think the same outcome would have happened because Romero wouldn't been on the pitch, and other players would have had to take up different positions. Either way. Yeah, but me and either way, look, one one, one incident like that. I'm sorry. What? There's no point saying like that and wouldn't have happened. It was. It should have been a red card. Yes, but it still would have had the corner. It still wasn't defended properly. No. I know what's happened, like, but I'm just trying to just—I'm just Restrain trying to argue that it shouldn't. Kulabali refused to pick up. It shouldn't have happened. Who's Kulabali in that picture? Harry Kane, right there to the right. He's miles away from him. Are you saying that's touch toy? Yeah, no, he's not. He's not. Like, lads, it's a picture. It's a still picture. Another thing, this fucking prick, this baldy prick over the side here, Anthony, whatever his fucking face is. Is there a reason that he can't see that? Maybe he's jealous of because he has so much yeah, hair and he's saying like, oh, I'll pull that he's hair big. off, bastard. He's hoping <laughs> the hair comes off and he can use it as a wig. It's fucking <laughs> disgusting behavior. Lads, lads I don't have the rest in of there. A couple of comments in, sorry. I oh, know it's someone abusing me. We have uh, Graham. Uh, Keeper can't die because of Richard. Because of Richard Harrison. And it was definitely a foul in the build-up. Yeah. Thanks, Lala. Yeah. Lala, and, uh, Lala actually backing me up for once. What's I agree on? with you. Should have been this yeah, whatever. yeah, that's class, Lala. He's looking to go back in on the pod. He doesn't believe it. <laughs> Lala, keep going like that, and you're in. You um, <laughs> lads, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not finished on Chelsea uh, because although that was a farce and um, the result didn't go Chelsea's way because obviously we should have gotten the win. What a game of passion! Like that is what a derby is all about, and this sums it up here. Oh yes, this is when. Um, Spurs scored and Tuchel actually wasn't running over to start a fight with Conte he was running over to the fourth official and Conte actually happened to be going that way and the two of them just fucking ended up squaring up to each other in the wow. end um, but that's just pure passion from two managers and I don't have, I don't see anything wrong with that I agree with that you see what Jamie Carragher tweeted last night that was so That's funny about, he's talking I can't hear someone talk <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, when that happens lads when you're just going to have to stop talking like you just talked over yeah. him again, Colly. I know because I have to get my point across. Go on. <laughs> yeah, Colly, will you stop talking over me? If you're okay, okay, talking, okay. Just okay, okay. God, this God, is God, great God. for the viewers. Okay. <laughs> go on, um, Paddy. Give me your point. No, no, I was just saying it was funny when he was flexing the muscles in the post-match interview. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very good. Sorry, uh, Paddy, we won't talk anymore. You're okay. You're okay, Paddy. Uh, Connor, what what do you think about this? Uh, this whole little. We're going to take it instant by instant. So this is obviously after Spurs scored the goal and kind of Tuchel's running towards Ford official. It was all fucking brilliant. And Tuchel running yeah. in the line after that goal and then Conte giving it loads of the equaliser and then obviously the fucking the handshake. Like obviously they know they're yeah. both they're getting suspended and fined for it, but Jamie Carragher tweeted last night that this is what people want more of. They don't want less of it. Like they shouldn't be getting punished for not a lot happened. There wasn't like there was digs thrown. There wasn't like... Yeah. Nothing was really said. It was two lads who were 
in the height of it in a derby who were ecstatic and upset for different reasons. It was fucking brilliant. Like it's class, yeah, it is class. And it, it's it was something that derbies had lost. In fairness, Chelsea and, and Spurs are usually always little kind of scummy little fucking derbies anyway. But uh the ending where you can see in this picture for anyone that's on Spotify, just doesn't make sense to you. Uh it's two till basically saying, look me in the fucking eyes when you shake my hand. Now I have to admit, I watched it back a couple of times. And Tuchel made no con- no effort to even look into his eyes, but he pulled them back and goes, look into my eyes. And it was like he was going, I'm the captain of this ship. And, and, I, and I seen it, um, a post earlier on with Tuchel shaking Sean Dyche's hand and not looking him in the eyes, but he said nothing to him then because he would have yeah, backed exactly, him. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Sean Dyche would kill him, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now, lads, it, it, it is quality to see that we actually have a bit of passion back in these type of games. Um, look, in fairness to the ref, he did actually let a couple of tackles go. The two that he let go just happened to fucking go to bleeding goals um which cost Chelsea big time but I wouldn't take it away I'm happy to see what happened there I don't have a picture lads but obviously did when Chelsea um equalized Tilton running down the sideline past them is absolutely like stuff of dreams and uh Conte put out a tweet there yesterday oh, I was yes. on his Instagram yes I was on his Instagram and he says uh it's lucky I didn't see it because it would have been nice to kind of make you fall. Like so, basically, just said if I had a fucking seen you, I would have, I would have tripped you up. Like <laughs> so, uh, that went out on his personal Instagram page. So I thought that was fucking, that was brilliant. Question uh, for you is after the match, um, Graham Sionis, what he said in front of your one about it being a man's game, and of course sitting beside him. Now he's completely come out in talk sport, and even the lads in talk sport said, "Look, I don't care. I'm not apologizing for it. Why should I have to apologize? I was just saying there was a group of men there playing." And yeah. but what what are your thoughts on it? To us, he's he's right. Um, I think it was taken out of context when you look at it back. I was watching it live as he said it, and actually when he said it, because I knew your woman was sitting there beside him, I was kind of went, "Oh, Jesus!" I was like, "That's a bit." Um, could be that she could get offended by this, but as soon as he said it, I instantly understood what he meant. Basically saying that. We used to have a game where people were diving all over the place, and now we're actually having a few tackles because the referee is letting tackles go. Yeah, that's that's all he meant. Kind of don't have you thought different. Yeah, that no, was the same. I think the one that annoyed him was because he probably definitely got a word in his ear after he said it, being like, relax it down. But the fact that he said it again 15 minutes later, just to reinforce, <laughs> I think was the one that people were annoyed with. He could have just let the second one go and it would have been fine. But because yeah, he wanted to slide back in. Is that Ronaldo there <laughs> on the right? That's Ronaldo, yeah, he's wearing the Chelsea kit. Um, I don't know what's next. Oh, we'll keep that one for a minute. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah lads, right over, overall thoughts of the uh, the whole game and the situation, I'm going to just sum it up for myself. I thought it was a game dominated by Chelsea. I thought the refereeing decisions obviously cost us, but the passion is was outrageous and I wouldn't trade it for anything. So, um, yeah, overall happy with the game. Uh, Connor, what do you think? Yeah, and I watched the, watched the game live as, as it was going on and I thought the same thing. I was surprised with Chelsea and how they came out. Surprised with um, how well the back three played and kind of shut down, as we talked about, the the dangerous front three that Spurs have now with Kulazeski, Son and, and Kane. Um, nullified, like I know we were speaking during the game, nullified them for pretty much the whole thing, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, impressed with Chelsea and the way they came out. Yeah, there was a couple of stupid refereeing decisions on it as well. But I think, as you said, if it's if that's what sets the precedent going forward for the rest of the season, where more of these tackles will be let go, I'm sure it's going to come back around, swings around about where you'll get something that probably yeah. wouldn't have been on the previous season, but it's not going to be brought back now. And I've seen it across the league. From I watched a, a good few games this weekend. There's a lot more tackles going in, and it's fucking brilliant to see. It's great. It's great. Being allowed, I suppose, not just going in, but being yeah. fucking playing on with, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's really good to see. Uh, Paddy, what's, what's your thoughts on it? I think it's a big indication of how far Tottenham have come as a club uh, under Conte. I think great, great signing, getting him as a manager in, and I think he's going to do great things at Tottenham. Um, there are, what, two League Cups in the last 30 years or something like that they've won. Um, I think he's going to win a couple of trophies over the next couple of years. Um, but Chelsea, writing them off a little bit from last week, you know, they needed signings. They needed a striker, and um, they played very well. They scored two good goals. The new centre back, what a sign! What a yeah, sign! What a goal! But like the way yeah. he took that volley was unreal. Like that, you, like one of the best strikers in the world wouldn't hit it. Yeah. But it's good form. Um, yeah. but yeah, great game, great derby, and yeah, good, good to have the football back. 
Good stuff, lads. Good stuff. Um, right, we're going to move on to the next game. Um, we're going on to Liverpool, and we're going to save the best for last. Uh, <laughs> Connor, Connor, obviously, you didn't get the result you wanted, but I think starting off because I've got the pictures up here, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this incident. Um, look, he was getting wound up the whole game, and obviously having that Uruguayan blood in him and his um, South American nature, he reacted like an absolute gobshite and fucking headbutts him. Um, what was your what's your thoughts on on what happened here? So obviously when you couldn't see it live because the camera panned to Goethe getting the ball for a goal kick, but you knew how quickly Paul Tierney took the red card out that there was no doubt about it in anyone's mind what had happened. You look back, he's he's given them two goals at the head, but, and that's the reason why Anderson reacts in the yeah. first place is because he gets a little one when the cross comes in. Um but I, I watched the I watched the afters with uh, Neville and Carragher last night, and even the fact that he calls the referee over to have a look to then headbutt him. I know it would have got caught with VAR now at this stage, but don't call the referee over and then nut your man while he's staring at you. At least let VAR catch you in the background. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what I know. Obviously, straight away, Klopp wasn't happy. I think he wasn't happy because of how obvious he made it. If he had got caught on the slide doing it, is a little bit you can defend it until you go in and watch it. But everyone on the ground fucking saw it. Do you know it was yeah. blatant. It was blatant. It was Anderson had him rattled, and I was saying it yesterday. It is the very first tackle he put in. He left it in late again. It was a foul that probably would have been given last year, but wasn't given this year. When he came through the back of Nunes, put him on the deck, and from that was in the third or fourth minute, he's rattled, absolutely rattled by him, and everything else came off of him. I thought he created a lot of chances, and he, I kind of agree with what Carragher said. Liverpool probably would have went on to win the game with ten, with eleven men, not just for him, but to have eleven men on the pitch. But uh, yeah, it's how long into the game did that happen? Uh, fifty-four minutes, fifty-three minutes. Yeah, okay. yeah. we've been around that. They were winning down at the time, so we were saying it, Connor, uh, talking, just sticking on Nunes. He loves a scuff, doesn't he? <laughs> he like I mean. He loves a scuff. Like he's more scuffs than a fucking woman's car. Like it's it's absolutely outrageous. Like, uh, <laughs> but, that, <laughs> uh, but no, he does he does love a miss kick. Like, and uh, the only way he gets away with it is because he creates and he gets himself into the positions where he has so many chances that you kind of forget about them little scuffs. Like, but if there is only chances and he's doing it, it's, he's gonna put himself under a lot of pressure. Like. I think that's what we were saying last week. I said he's never going to be a 30 goal a season goal scorer, but he's going to pick up 13 or 14 of those chances. Like 50 seconds into the game, he caused them absolute headaches with an Alexander Arnold ball from deep that Liverpool never would have done before. And the goalkeeper parries it, and Harvey Elliott puts the ball just over the crossbar. So he does cause a different issue. But if he's going to get rattled, like I know Neville said it last night, but. If he goes and plays against Everton, Connor Cody's going to do it to him. If he oh, goes yeah. and plays against West Ham, Dawson's going to do it to him. They're always they're the all the worst thing. That's the worst thing he could have done. Center halves, whatever about yeah. the continental ones, but the English center half are just going to roll you up, and that's hundred percent. That's over your head now for the rest of the season, at least. You know, it's like and the refs are going to be watching it as well for that little bit of kind of leaving a bit in, like you know, absolutely. But like you look at his first game potentially that he'd be back for. He's obviously going to get he got a three game suspension. The Merseyside Derby and Goodison, can he be trusted? I don't think he can. You know, so like you're already missing Bobby Firmino through injury, Jota through injury, you've lost Mane through the win through the transfer window, you've lost Origi through the transfer window, and then your man's suspended. Tiago's so, injured. Well, see, I was more talking about like the, the forward options to play against. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. To play against United next week and even into that Merseyside Derby where you can't really just drop him in there because if he gets sent off in 10 minutes in Goodison in a Merseyside derby where he's going to get yeah. lumped around, you're bollocks. Yeah, you're fucked. Uh, Paddy, coming to you there on the Liverpool game, what's your thoughts on Salah? Like, didn't really... Like, had a few chances there yesterday, but didn't really... I don't know. I, don't, I didn't think he kind of stamped no, his name maybe, on the game. as hit the ground running this season and um, got his new contract. Um bit of a hangover from the Champions League final maybe and you know I don't know being, being made a bit of a feel of after by the Real Madrid team while he was coming off um, great player he's going to score a lot of goals this season 
Um, I think Nunez, what you're saying about him, I suppose, being a liability, I think not only will he learn from this, I think Klopp's a smart enough manager to start working on the referees in terms of letting them know the defenders are going to be pressuring them here. So, you know, protect them. Yeah. You know, so and and he will be protected, I think. Um, stupid mistake. He's young, but I I can't see him getting another red for the season now. Do you know, know that's the first red card that Liverpool have gotten for violent conduct since Klopp took over? Wow, I thought that was a I thought that was a and good record. Before he took over, they had the most in the league for three seasons running. <laughs> that's mad. They rack at discipline, but now they don't. Now they have very good discipline. Um, lads. Connor, before we move on, is there anything else you wanted to cover on on the Liverpool game? Any any um, kind of um, things that stood out? Obviously, the result was disappointing, but I thought the reaction from the ten men one 0 down with thirty five minutes left in the clock was outstanding. Luis Diaz came into his own. I thought he was yeah very good. over the over the whole weekend. He took the game himself. Obviously, the goal he scored as well. Yeah, it was poxy defending, but he still need five of them to put the ball on top in the in the far corner. When I looked um, at that scene in the in the chat, I put up and I was like, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, keeper!" And then I looked at it again. I was like, mm, "Keeper wasn't getting near yeah. that." Yeah, <laughs> it no, was uh, pretty good. Like, it was a great reaction off the back of it. But yeah, that's just, like let down by winning our teammates. I do think they would have went on to win the game. Um, Nat Phillips was dreadful. I don't think he'll see football again this season unless he has to. He was. Yeah. He had three things to do, and he was caught out three times. So it's it's not great. Uh, one of them led to a goal. So if Joe Gomez can stay fit and we get Kanate and Matip back in as well, um, I can't see Nate, yeah, or Nate Phillips play it again, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I'm not happy with the way they came back afterwards. Um, yeah, it's two draws in two games. They haven't won a game. It's the first time in, what's it, 12 years that they haven't won one of their first two games this season. <laughs> look at, like, look, looking at these two performances, obviously you're going to see an improvement, but do you think they'll be as good as they have? Do you think they'll accumulate the points they have been able to in the last couple of seasons? And if not, there's no stopping City, really, is there? Because It's a good question, I think, to, to ask now at this stage. I, I know like it's only two games in, but it is like you, you're getting a sense of what the team may look like. And like it's not so it, much I'm saying that they're not capable of getting a high points tally, but the points tally the tallies they have been getting have been ridiculous, like 90 and above. Yeah. I'm thinking, will they get that this season? Looking at those first two games after losing Mane, I can't see. That's what I was saying from even we went back before the season started. City have gotten stronger. Have Liverpool have gotten stronger? I don't think they have. I think they maybe maintained yeah. the status quo, but they're not developing the same way as City is. I still think they will put together a, a huge points tally, but I, I think City's points tally from last year will probably go up, and Liverpool's yeah. definitely won't. So I can see that gap. I can still see Liverpool, as I said, being one of the top three teams, if not one of the top two teams, but it's very hard to see now, especially dropping four points in their first two games, it going down to one point going into the last game of the season, going into the last 15 minutes of the season, doesn't look like it's something feasible for yeah. for any team at the moment. Like I was looking at the Man City game the weekend, and not only did Haaland not score, which which like, okay, fair enough, they still scored four, but he was pulling defenders away. So the other world-class mm-hmm. players had even more space than they did last season. And it was, they were just, it was just, it was too easy for them, way too easy. They're putting teams mm. in the score. That's six goals already. They haven't conceded. They, don't, they didn't concede in the first game. They didn't concede in that one. So six goals, two games. Again, a similar start to what Liverpool had. Two teams that they were expecting to beat, but one of them did and the other one didn't. So mm. there's a difference, you know. Yeah, and the, and the big thing is like the when you look at all the games at the start of the season, like so, say Chelsea, um, Arsenal, like all the top six really. There's not many games other other than Chelsea and Spurs. There's not many games where you would have looked at them first two games and said, right, should be six points for all them top six teams. Like, there's no other, to, other than Chelsea and Spurs just because they had to play each other. And then obviously we're looking at Liverpool and United this week. But um, Arsenal have done it. City have done it. United have failed miserably at it. Let's be honest. Liverpool probably should have taken at least... Look, it's got, it should have been six points. Let's be should honest. Six, six points. Should be six points. Um, so four points dropped there. Not 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 necessarily two difficult games. Again, we always yeah. talk about kind of when you come up against a newly promoted team, they always have that kind of 
bit of fucking excitement for the first game. So you kind of expect maybe a bit of a shock result at the start, but it's a bit worrying for the likes of Liverpool who have dropped four points so far, considering how good City are. Um, Arsenal, again, we talk about them every season. I know, I know they had a shit start last year. They really kind of turned it around and then obviously fell away at the end, but they look very good with Jesus there as mm-hmm. well. So they could be a big threat this year. Now, don't, don't get me wrong, I don't think they're going to be threatening fucking City. But I think they might be threatening that top four spot. And I made a bold statement and I made a bold decision to say that Liverpool, I think we're finishing fourth. And Judd, I know it's early doors. But going off what I'm after seeing, I'm happy with, with that I've said fourth because I, mean, I, I don't know whether... You... Sorry, sorry, go on ahead. Sorry. No, go on. I just don't know whether they're good enough to, to really challenge the way they were the last two or three seasons. I don't know. Like I know obviously it's a nothing game, but... The way they approached the Community Shield was completely different to how they com- approached the Fulham game at the start of the season. Now, it's again, it's a trailway game. Anything could have happened from the City point yeah. of view, but they approached it with tempo. They didn't approach Fulham. I think last night, yeah, they go, well, they went 1-0 down. They have done in every game for the past seven games, I think, and they've won five of them. Um, but I think I think if you don't go down to ten men, it's it, it's a it's a win and it's four points from six and we're looking at two points off City. It's not the end of the world. So, um, it is down to individual stupidity. I think last night's result really it's it, it sits at his doorstep from the second or third minute when he got a fucking a kicking to his head being gone from the game. You might as well have been playing with ten men after that anyway. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think we could see the three London clubs and City in the top four spots? Um, no, I, I do think Liverpool will make it in there. Palace, um, Brentford, yeah. <laughs> Fulham. I do, I do think, I do think Liverpool will make it in there. Um, I, I, it's, it's always that fear with Arsenal that like one injury could take the whole thing out. Um, again, it's it's actually probably like that for Chelsea as well. That N'Golo Kante injury now for me is very worrying. Um, Conor Gallagher came on. Look, Conor Gallagher's grand. He's a good player. Is he to Chelsea standard? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he looked very good at Palace, but he's a different the type. Of the game, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, Every time he got the ball, he was, he was dying to score. Um, I'm just worried about Chelsea's midfield now, and which I wasn't because Kovacic still hasn't come back yet. And Kovacic is a massive player for Chelsea in midfield. Um Lads, what you know what? I'm gonna move it on to the the best of the end. Um we're gonna talk about Manchester United because I'm just gonna hide Eddie, this. You were on the beer last week and you were depressed after that game. Can you tell me what you were thinking or what you were feeling? 36 minutes into the game against Brentford. Brentford and you're four nil down. I was actually at a wedding and I had a stream on my phone. I was watching it um, and there was two Liverpool supporters sitting beside me. <laughs> so, so, just what you want. <laughs> so uh, as soon as the fourth goal went in, I just turned the phone off. Um, turned off after four, fair play to you. <laughs> yeah, no, I lost. Oh, yeah, I did. I, lost. I mean, I was drinking, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not just well, the result fine. Yeah, it was absolutely terrible, but it's just the whole circus around Manchester United now. Um, Don't. Le- leak upon leak upon leak upon leak coming out of signings about what's going on the training ground. Ronaldo wants to go. We need a stadium rebuild. And I've seen a photo today of two lads up in a hoist painting it red with a bit of emulsion on the outside. And we need a stadium rebuild. Like, it's fucking, it's just pathetic. Paddy, can, um, can I interrupt you there before you jump off that topic? Because I want to just get this out in the open right and I'm, I'm listening to gary neville every time and this is just now just hear me out for a sec right yeah. every time there's a massive dip in manchester united's performances it always turns back to the owners now i know you've been saying oh no we're protesting for years and want to get the owners out we understand you want to get the, the owners out but it's just a quick fucking solution is to blame the owners you're talking about right so so i'm just gonna i'm gonna just talk about the, the right. gary neville interview or or whatever comments he said so he goes we have an owner who who last week took 24 million out for himself or whatever that was uh the the stadium's falling apart 
he said we haven't man we haven't um appointed a sporting director uh and i think he may have said one or two things small minor things Training not room. one of them things not one of them things affects the grass on that pitch right so I, you I'm haven't tell you go on what what he means and i'm going to answer all your questions no, so um, I just want to—I just want to say that that I'm sick of listening to Manchester United fans always go back to blaming the owners and having this same bullshit. And I'll tell you why it's not. Let, listen, okay. please listen. Right, any business in the world, any business, they've spent one point odd billion on players. Okay, I could have any company, and I could buy one point two billion in assets. But if I don't know how to control and use those assets effectively, the company will fail. So they have spent 1.2 million on individuals rather than really? having an actual strategy for the club and buying players to fit a position, at some tactics that the manager wants. They've just they've had no direction in the club, and that's because they had your man Edward Ward buying the players, and they were happy to get players that were had big followings on Facebook and could make them loads of money that way. You know, marketability. That's what they're all about. And Paddy. what was happening on the pitch, they didn't really care about. And that's that's per- that that makes perfect sense. I didn't get it because last season I remember I was on this podcast, and I listened and I talked and I said, "Ah, oh, the Glazers aren't that bad. They spent loads of money, but until it doesn't suit you." No, but if you look <laughs> at it, they didn't buy correctly. They they haven't run the club correct correctly. That's just a bad signing. I mean, you could have got Pogba, and he could have been a world beater, which what he was over in Juventus. And who was the, who was to know that he was a fucking exactly. absolute cancer? Because he the did, there was room. no system to fit into. They were going to build a team around him. They could have easily but they done didn't, it, though, but, he, but they didn't because there wasn't a manager there to build a team so, around them. Sorry, one thing there you're saying uh, you got Ed Woodward, who you were screaming for ages to get rid of because obviously now United fan was happy with him. He's got rid of him. And yeah. I said it before, and I say it again. He has went for fucking Arnautovic. He's went for Arnautovic straight after. You got rid of him. Like, what's the thought process there? And then he's bottled it and pulled out because there was absolute fucking uproar about going yeah. for Arnautovic, which there very well should have been because eight million from Marco Arnautovic is not what Manchester United fans want to see, and that's just the the fucking sad reality well, of it. Maybe the sad reality is that's the level of player. That they know they're the only ones that will sign for them at the moment. Because it, it is. It's, it's poison. The team is like if I was looking at them as a player and thinking to myself, like everybody that's went in there now, their performances have like they were good. Like Sancho, look at Sancho as an example. One of the best players in the Bundesliga comes in there and he can't even beat a player anymore. So that's not so, that's not that's, that's not nothing to do with the Glazers. That's nothing to do with the Glazers. No, but yeah, that's, no, no, but hold on. Again, that comes down to him being put into a team and a setup. That has no structure whatsoever. Like if you look at the best clubs, the reason they have sporting directors and stuff like that is because there's a certain way. Look, look at Bayern Munich. There's a certain way the team plays. A coach comes in and coaches the players, coaches the team, but they have a certain base of the way the team plays, the type of player that plays in those positions, and they they have like they do lots of studying, they do lots of analysis on buying these it's specific a, type it's, players. But it has to be just the manager's tactics. Like this whole thing of like going back to fucking not having a structure. Not the structure Hold comes from the manager. You, you think Chelsea? You think Tuchel doesn't have like a big team behind him analyzing the types of players oh, he's hundred percent. But he's brought all them players in with him. And, and look, now he hasn't brought everyone with him. There has been oh, players yeah. that are management or whatever that's still there. But anything he's required, he's brought in with him. He has a good team. No, there. Hold on. And he knows a they all know what he wants. Chelsea as well. Will you stop? He brought in his backroom staff. But you think there's not the scouting yeah. department and the sporting no, directors in there? That are helping exactly. It doesn't so take a well scale department to so sign it's a well run club. Look, you're just fishing now. You know what I'm no, saying. No, I'm not. Chelsea, you are. Chelsea is a well run club. Liverpool's a well run club. It wasn't for years, it wasn't for 30 years. Man City is a well run club. Manchester United for the last 10 years has not been a well run club. And that's simply right. what he's saying. And that comes down to the owners because they the have been there for more than 10 years, Paddy. Yeah, no, and Ferguson and Gill papered over the cracks before they left. So it comes oh, down to the management then. The management can paper over the cracks. You're winning. Yeah. No, no. It couldn't any people. longer. But Ferguson, why do you think Ferguson left as well? Did you see that team he won the league with? He won the league with the Yeah, did you the see Martin. the team he won the league with? I can yeah, guarantee you a couple more years and he would have had the exact same problems. Oh, well, he would have. He, but Fergie was an absolute king oh, he of bringing in. He would have had more power. 
to make changes. Yeah, well, he's, he's a king of bringing in young players and mixing them with with older players. That's why Scholes always hung around with gigs, didn't retire for till a very late age, and he always had that kind of blooding in the new players with the with the older experienced players. That was that was, the, now, that was a different time. That was a different. No, hold on, time. Paddy. Right, you're telling this me, is, right? No, 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 no. When Club Force came in, he had to build a team, and now his team is like that. Where he can nearly fit anybody in, and they look good, they play good, the team will play well. So club and that's, is a good manager, and that's because they have the structure in place now at the club. No, and that's because of the new owners as well. Because FSG came in at uh, Liverpool, they set up a whole sc- scouting department, the fucking football directors, and all in the backgrounds. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You but really hold do. on, really, Paddy, no, you say it's not that there's nothing to do with it, but in terms of how much, of you, how much then? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I answer one question at a time, please? What's my question. What's the, yeah, so you're saying is you're telling me that the owners have nothing to do with it. What? Is that what you're asking me? No, I said, you. I said, asked you, do you think the owners have something to do with it? And you said, yeah. And I said, well, how much then? How much do they have to do no, with it? No, so you said you, you think they have nothing to do with it. So I'm saying, not, it's not that they have nothing to do with it. That's what you said, no? No. Right, so the owners have something to do with it, but not to the extent where United fans are blaming them. It's it's just, it's over the top and it's outrageous that every single time there's a dip of form, Straight back to that. Listen, listen, Paddy. Paddy, listen to me. Alex Ferguson, right? What would he have done with Marcus Rashford, Martial, Sancho, Greenwood? I can fucking guarantee you Greenwood would be playing better for him. They'd probably be playing better for him. They'd probably be playing better for him. Oh, 100% they'd be playing better for him because he's a better manager and he commands the respect. Everything you've had there, manager was, has been fucking shocking up until that. Well, hold on. We We tried to blame the manager when Mourinho was there and you weren't having any of it. You're because like, it wasn't no, Mourinho's no, it's fault. Not the manager, it's not the manager. That wasn't Mourinho's fault. Then what whose fault was it? The players. But what I'm saying is, is the managers oh, are not getting the best out of the players yeah, because of had to be in there. He, he could have made the players work. The Who? same base of players are there. The same base of players have been there when Mourinho and all the way through the last 10 years. So don't give me that shit. Now but Mourinho came out and right, said that it's like Mourinho's still at the club. Is it still the manager's fault? Yeah. No, it's if not. he hasn't it's changed the players, Mourinho's fault at the time. If he oh, hasn't changed the players and he hasn't changed the system and it doesn't Mourinho work the way he wants man, it, the manager goes. There. So that your argument actually now your argument is bullshit because but it's not because if you if you're there for long enough, Mourinho was there, like, you, you keep talking over me, Paddy. I can't get anything in. I'm trying yeah, to explain what I'm talking about. No, but like what I'm saying is you're saying like you're you're bringing it back to the manager, and I'm saying like the manager doesn't whatever like I've contradicted myself, you think. But what I'm saying is the manager has long enough to change his whole system and to change the players. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you have signed so many players within this that, like, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer had, what, three years? Three years there? Yeah. And then he got sacked because he couldn't do anything with the players he had. But he did, what, did he Mourinho got, have he, two years and then got sacked? He did do something. And then Mourinho done something as well. He won three trophies, well, two proper trophies. And then the next season, they had a bad run and he got sacked. No, so I think why, he should have been given a bit more time. A hundred percent. But why are we going back to the owners? If there's, a, if there's a the proof that, that he, should been, be he shouldn't have been sacked, maybe, yeah. No, no, 100% shouldn't have been sacked. Yeah, so, so think... that comes down to the owners again. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think I don't think going back to the owners, blame the owners over everything is, is the way forward for United. What I'm saying is no, you've had plenty coming up there. The manager has no responsibility in what happens at the club. Absolutely not. But the players the manager. Up, shit rolls downhill. And if the yeah, decisions are bad at the top, it's going to be bad at the bottom. But Same I think that. the players and the managers have to take all the responsibility. Fucking nothing to do with the owners. No, 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 sorry. Not, not, saying nothing, not, saying nothing, not saying nothing to do with the owners. But it's 90% players and manager. It's not. Not after this but, amount of time. It's not. I could easily say it's 100% the players. It's not. And it, and it wouldn't be uh, too far away from the truth. 100% the players. The, it, the I could eat, no, I could say that. I'm not saying it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I could say that and it won't be 100% the way it's true. But what I'm saying is it's the manager and the players that go out onto the pitch, that play the game, that you're talking about having a structure and a system. That manager will will create that structure and system. And that's what you think is are getting with Ten Hag. Like, that's what well, he's supposed to be hoping. there to do. We're hoping. Yeah. yeah. But like, Ollie tried to do it as well. Do you know what I mean? So it, that's why I'm saying the players are really have to take responsibility and, and I don't think they are and I think I think, well, I think Ferguson, you. sorry yeah I, I just think that Ferguson has a stronger character would have got more out of them players that are there hence why you won the league with that absolutely shocking but team we've had some of the best managers in the world since Ferguson and they couldn't do it 
So I can guarantee you Tuchel would have came in or Conte even would have came in. Conte would have. No, probably. Look, Mourinho came in. He got a reaction and then it fucking went bad again. Why is this keep happening? It can't be be just the manager and the players all the time. Like, I know, like you're being very stubborn now in, in terms of, I'm not saying it's all the owner's fault. I'm not on that bandwagon. But I do think new owners are needed because I do think they're managing the club, mismanaging the club. Well, I think I think and new owners are more needed to, to get it out of the system because as far as I'm concerned, it's just eating Manchester. Do you know what the most embarrassing thing about the weekend was? It wasn't the owners. It was the performances on the pitch and it was the fans' reaction after. That's the most embarrassing thing about that United performance. Nothing to do with the owners. Yeah. But the owners so, caused the bad feeling around the club, that everything in the club. They did. They've, they've mismanaged Jamie, the club. They've mismanaged Jamie the Redknapp said it perfectly, that the players on the pitch aren't going, oh, I wonder what fucking uh, Malcolm Glazier's doing there tomorrow. That's nothing to do no. with it. That's so narrow-minded. Like, like expand your thought process, really, like because it really is. You're more intelligent than that. But you're not a yeah, talking... Well, just, uh, I, just, I, don't think, I don't think it's what's really required. Um... But Connor, Connor, give us what's your thoughts on the overall thing because it's been me and Paddy going to shout at each other over the last 20 minutes. Yeah, no, I hate my mum and dad fight. <laughs> yeah. um, but summed up to me was you go one nil down against Brentford away from home after whatever it was 16 minutes from a, an outrageous error. Fine, not fine, but you, you can get on Happens. with it. And then four minutes later, you have your center half take a goal kick to the goalkeeper to try to play out short. Like, if you're saying that the team isn't good enough, why is that your thing that you do when you're 1-0 down away from home after an outrageous error and you're under the cosh? You get everyone together, you push up the pitch, and you fucking bring the ball. Like, yeah. again, again, this has to come back to you. If that's the way the manager are forcing players to play, knowing he hasn't got the ability in that team, what's the fucking point? You can't play with yeah, the back. The manager came out and said he didn't want them to play like that. Okay, well, then it's the player's fault. Why is Harry Maguire <laughs> taking a goal kick? They're fucking. I don't have no idea. Well, Harry Maguire. Yeah, I no, like it's it's. Everyone's as confused as the next person about what's actually going on there. It's, prob- it's, probably, I, it's the worst goal I've, I've ever seen in the Premiership. And like, you could, mistakes are fine, but the fact that it was a planned mistake, they went down yeah. and intentionally went. The Hayden moved away. Maguire took the ball and passed it to him. It was like a planned mistake. It was a premeditated yeah. mistake. It was a setup like to fail. I couldn't believe it when I watched it. It was like it was like they said, we're doing this regardless of what way Brentford has helped. Brentford could have had seven people standing there and they still would have tried that. It was like they had no other way to go about it rather than just launching it up the pitch. I just think as soon as the first goal went in, I just think their confidence has gone to shit. And it, it all stemmed yeah. from last season. Um, but well, as, again, as a goalkeeper, if I made that mistake, the last thing I want to do is have the ball at my feet in the six-yard box being pressured. I'm yeah. saying, now nah, you can fuck off. I'm getting this thing Launch as far it. away from me until I settle my nerves. Yeah. I don't want to have to pass the ball 12 yards to a fella facing his own goal for the fella up his hole. So it was just, I saw that. And I just, it was, I think that was the moment when Ronaldo flicked up, switched off basically. The forwards switched off. There was, there was the, the complete lack of intensity fell for the rest of the game. I think it's just because they looked back and they saw the shambles of a, of a back four, five when the midfielder dropping in. And I was, I couldn't, I just couldn't believe that goal. Paddy, do you want to read the comment out there and you can make a comment on it yourself if you like? Uh, this is great. United are shy. <laughs> Owners of the state <laughs> had his out as depth. Um, and that's in from Steve Will. Yeah, he's another narrow minded idiot like yourself. And also, your man Martinez, who they signed, who's the next biggest thing, and he's fucking next big thing. He's the smallest fella I've ever seen in my life. Because <laughs> wooden headers, like Wait, the looking at. We'll try to be we, lads, we, we do need to move this podcast right, along one, with so. one, one last question, right? Yeah, L- looking at if you're if you're say working for United, um, looking at what the managers they've had in for the last 10 years, including Mourinho, Van Gaal, two, two world class managers, what would you change at the club now to try and stabilize it, make things better? Is it what Players. another new manager? All like the these players. players finished second a couple of years ago. Just remember, these keep blaming the players, but these players finished second a couple of years ago. I would change the players. And if you're saying that the ch- players don't need to be changed, then it's the manager system. No, but it's changed every single player in the whole squad. Well, you know, there's the likes of Harry Maguire there. You know, there's a few people you keep, like 
Bruno Fernandez. Actually, I, I I had a thing there where Gabriel Bonlahor made a comment about um Bruno down. Fernandez. I know he's in donut years, but he did make this is the first time I've ever kind of believed him. He said if that was Paul Pogba putting in the same performances, he'd be torn to shreds. Uh, but for some reason, Fernandez seems to get away with it every week. Yeah, he's been getting um, away with playing bad for the season. Central Allo, I think, has been in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're asking me what it would change. To be honest with you, there has to be another tactic. Like, it's it's tactics. There's no other way about it. You're saying it, the players that finished second last year are still there. It has to be the system that's played then. There's, there's too many luxury players in that squad. Ronaldo's a luxury player. Sancho's a luxury player. Martial's a luxury player. Fred, yeah. McTominay, they, M- Maguire. There's no like, workhorses in that team. You get away with, like, you know, Berbatov was a luxury player who did fuck all but scored goals because you had G Swan, really? Clark, Wayne Rooney, people around them who are going to work like dogs to win the ball. Yeah, good the rest, they haven't got a workhorse in the squad, really. So that's down to recruitment. Yeah. I, I think right. I think they're, they're missing they're missing five players like that in a team that can carry those players like Fernandez, like Ronaldo, Sancho if you want to play him, whatever it might be. But there's, there's so that's down to recruitment. The and recruitment has been done above the manager's head. Sorry. Well, why do you know that Martinez? Is? He's a luxury player. He's a luxury centre half. He's a ball playing centre half. He's not a defender. He wanted him like, now. He came from my. He's have signed Ronaldo. He's screaming for Ronaldo. He's got him. You signed Varane. Don't say Varane wasn't a good, wasn't potentially a great signing. He he was a great signing, and then all these other other. You were players saying all that last season about Ronaldo, saying that maybe it's like has he been the problem? And I said, well, no, no, he couldn't yeah, be, he, he couldn't be. And then preseason, I was watching them; and they were playing like half decent. And this is since he came back, they're just fucking something to do with their confidence or something like that. Like such a player like that, that's not happy. And I don't well, know. The, I have no the, idea. The no, I have no idea. Nobody has answers. The problem I think with Ronaldo is that he wants to be the number one, and like that's why I think Fernandez kind of falls into the shadows as soon as Ronaldo starts kind of coming onto the pitch. So that's why I think um, Ronaldo may have been. Sorry, I put that down for me. Uh, Steve Millen, the work rate needs to change. Need to play for each other. Press as a team. This is true. Um, yeah. Connor, I think that's a great point. Actually, you're saying there about the, the way that you know you don't really have that workhorse. Like look at Chelsea. Even N'Golo Kante would have done it. Uh, Jorginho, I know he's not a workhorse, but he does that sloppy kind of making the tackles at the important times and moving the ball along. But lads, look, we could talk about this for fucking hours. I'm sure we'll be back talking about United next week when Liverpool spanked them 4-0. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna move off this for for the time being. We're gonna move on to the next thing, which is the The fancy football lads. Uh, we're gonna have a quick look at all of our teams, see what points we got, and then we'll have a quick uh, update on the uh, league table. This ran over a little bit longer than we thought. So, um, Paddy, you and Paddy shouting at each other, shouting shy. <laughs> Has to be done, you know. It's all, it's all love. Me and Paddy love each other, uh, lads. I'll start off with my team there. So get your teams ready to be um, to be brought up. So I'll zoom right in so anybody watching can see it. So lads, I had a good, a good enough week. Uh, sixty-four points again. The average was fifty-seven this week, so another week above average, which is a win. Uh, I had Ramsdale and goal. Didn't really do much. One point. Uh, I had Justin who got three points. Alexander Arnold three points. Cash Van Dyke again. I was contemplating taking him out. Um, two points, and then I got seven for Bourne, which was good. Uh, Bailey who has been, he didn't even start. Came on late. Uh, dog shit. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, 14 points again. Connor, me and you have him, and not a lot of people had him in. Um, so we're gaining Great points goal. on that. Uh, what was that, Paddy? Great goal he scored. Oh, yeah, yeah. What cracker. a finish that was. Absolute yeah. cracker. Uh, Mo Salah, again, like Paddy was saying earlier, didn't really do much this week. Um, don't know whether I think it's too early to contemplate taking him out. Uh, Jesus with two goals, wasn't it? The first goal, absolute belter. Um, Went to Haaland as captain, and then obviously I had the dog shit on the bench who got nothing between them. So, uh, overall, 64. Lads, I do have my subs done. Would you just like to have a look at them before we move on? Yeah, go on. You might as well. Ah, sure. Why not? Um, so, this is now my team. So, I've got Ramsdale and Goal still. Justin's still there. Alexander Arnold's still there. I've brought Kyle Walker in. A little bit of a ropey one because I don't know whether he's going to start or not. But he's played the last two games, so I'm going to bring him in. Hope that Pep Roulette doesn't kick in. 
Uh, I've got Matty Cash there as well, just because Bourne is playing against Manchester City. So he's a doubt, but we'll see what happens there. I've brought in the Silver Lads, very cheap, 4.6 million. Um, so he's a good kind of shit player, but he's actually quite good. He's actually one of Brentford's better players. Um, so I've brought him in for 4.6 million. I've brought in Martinelli as well. He started off at six, he's at 6.2. So uh, the three lads I brought in were Walker, Martinelli, and the Silva. Uh, still have the Brian Salah, uh, Jesus, and Haaland there as well. So I'm um, not sure about the captaincy. May change that later on in the week. So, um, yeah, that's it, lads. That's me. That's me subs and all done. So, uh, someone pop up their screen and we will have a look at their teams. How do you okay. Um, 71 points. So, decent Oof. week. Oof. Um, Ederson, six. Cancelo, 11. Alexander Arnold, three. Gabriel, one, which was unfortunate. But I, was, I was raging I didn't play James because he got seven. Um, Diaz nine, Sancho one, Rashford one. I, I actually got rid of, um, I think it was Sancho, but I'm gonna get rid of all the United players because they're shit. <laughs> <laughs> so everything we just argued about was was just bullshit. <laughs> really? Don't start me again. How was the bullshit? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. That was that was a. See, we told you the players were at fault. Um, Jesus, thirty eight points. What a machine. That was the Nunes, come by. Um, yeah, but a couple of points on the bench. Oh, you had Perisic as well, did you? Yeah. And James, oh, so me. still 71, decent, good week. Yeah, good week. Um, good week, all right, Paddy. Um, Connor, do you want to pop yours up? Yeah, I'm coming. I'm gonna come, right? There we have um, it. Connor with his portrait, uh, screen by the way, for anyone watching. Yeah, it looks better oh. that way because you get the whole team in. Uh, 55 points only this week. Um, I think my captaincy let me down, but we'll, we'll, we'll bounce into it. Um, Hugo Lloris in goal, obviously only getting me the one. Alexander Arnold, the three. Sven Botman, I kept fighting him. He started, clean sheet, bonus, love it. Um, ben White with one. Perisic, obviously coming on, getting the assist, which is nice, got me the four. Kept Salah as my captain, only the four points. That's what let me down. Uh, Click only came on one point. Saka two. De Bruyne, as we said, 14 points. Lovely. Um, Gabriel Jesus, 19 points. Mitrovic, obviously, getting his two goals last week. I took him off the bench and put him on. He went and missed a fucking penalty <laughs> um, and then got a yellow card as well. Um, <laughs> a big letdown was my four points from Cucurella on the bench. It would have taken me over the, uh, the average. But... Um, Couple of changes this week. I'm not finished yet, but I've brought in Jensen from Brentford again, like you did, Collie to yeah. Klich hasn't been starting. So I've brought him in some some kind of guaranteed starters who <laughs> like to go forward. Um yeah. and the the plan is maybe to to move a few center forwards around here just to get a little bit of variety, maybe go with a, a three four three is what I'm thinking for next Ooh. week. Um, I can't believe like United have made Brentford yeah. look so good. Everyone's signing Brentford players. I know. Next week they're all gonna be like fucking shit, Brentford. Shit. <laughs> I know, yeah, they're coming straight back out. Right, lads, we're off fancy football. We're gonna have a look at the league table. Sorry, I know I'm moving my mic there. Um, we're gonna have a look at the league table. We're nearly an hour in because me and Paddy were just crying at each other there for the last hour or so. Um, lads, we're gonna move on to the next part of the pod, which will be King of the pod, lads. It is the challenge, challenge number three. Um, this week we took on a closest to the pin again, uh, on the top tracer down in the spell. So, lads, I'm not gonna talk too much about it because I made a bollocks of what I was trying to say last week. So, I'm just gonna jump straight into the video. Uh, so I think it goes on for around three minutes or so. So, yeah, enjoy this. Mm-hmm. We're counting goals, link that never happened, and we're uh, 174 yards. I'm at the middle of my thing around. There we go. Oh, hello. It's another pick of bad line, actually. It would just have. Not that wide. Ah. Oh. 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 Oh.
It's literally straight down the barrel. Oh, stop. <laughs> right, we have a registration. We're in play. That's out of three, okay. We're in play. Very good. Three. You happy with that? Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I hope you easily hit the rear. Come on. What's in the hand, buddy? Six. Six on? Six. Six. And me and Dwayne Watt Johnson. Dwayne Watt. Dwayne Watt. Oh, pretty well. Online. We have a register. I think it's short. I think it needs to go. No, it doesn't. Oh my god. <laughs> Keep going. Stop, 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 stop. Oh, stop, Paddy stop. has me. Oh. I only needed one shot. <laughs> I only needed one shot. No chance. Be left. Be left there. Yeah. I feel like I got, again, I just got shattered. Alright, it's forcing done. It's in the trees, anyway. Someone call a lumberjack. <laughs> Connor, what have you got in hand? Six as well. Copy me. Oh, oh he's really well into Please, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you love this, do you? Uh, That's I lovely. Think so. I think, uh, no, no, definitely not. That's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Didn't touch a leg either. <laughs> and that's what I was. Nice. Tell you what, might be slightly left up. It is left trying to hit that false front. Oh, it's disappointing. Oh, hard luck. <laughs> oh, that one's. That one is beautiful. Slightly right, maybe. Oh, oh, he's done sit, it. Sit, 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 sit. No, it's like... What happened there? <laughs> Don't. Oh my god. It's dead. Yes, I win. <laughs> Default. Default. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's absolutely scandalous. It was literally, it was literally a foot away. And the difference. He was 25 and it was at 24 and it stopped. I was still rolling with death. <sighs> Lads, what a way to finish that. Connor, did you actually win or did you think Paddy won? I, a deep down I won, but Paddy won't take it, so I'll have it. No, you didn't. Your ball was still yeah. rolling when you stopped. It was going to go about four feet up, forward than what already was. Oh, it was stopped. Oh, it was finished rolling. Like hit the no, it was not finished rolling when you stopped. <laughs> you couldn't write that shit when that went off. That was fucking. That was unbelievable. That was that was my favorite thing. Anyone heartbreak? Uh, I was yeah, yeah, the person with the trees. I was like, I'm fucking. I've done this. <laughs> oh, it's fucking daddy. So anyone that um was is listening on Spotify, if you don't know what we're talking about, go onto the YouTube and just watch that video. We just play it because it's basically a challenge, and um the ball is rolling. We have a certain distance from the flag, and Connor hits a shot, and it's literally right where Paddy's is. And the screen just turns off, but you get the full effect if you watch it on there. It'll be on our fucking TikTok page as well, probably tomorrow or the next day. So uh, check it out on TikTok as well. Uh, lads, we're going to move on to the last thing. Sorry, just uh, an update. The score is all 1 1 1. So we've all 1 1 each, lads. Um, it's like we it's like we planned this. Uh, I think we have another one for next week in the driving range. Am I right in saying that? Long drive, I think. Long drive. Okay. Um, who had the biggest willy? Who was the biggest willy, lads? Um, so I we're going to have a look at that one next know. week. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're going to try get some other stuff done as well. So, lads, we're going to move into something that we're going to get through very, very quickly because we're an hour into it now. And it is... It's the predictions, lads. Um, so we're gonna have a quick chat. Not, not actually even gonna have a quick chat. Gonna just go really quickly through what I think is gonna happen in the Leeds and Chelsea match. I'm gonna give a score prediction. One with uh, spend ages on it. So, lads, first one is obviously Leeds versus Chelsea. We're only looking at this one, and then you know in Liverpool, um, Leeds versus Chelsea, lads. I haven't been that impressed with Leeds this season so far. Um, so uh, I think Chelsea are gonna win this one. Um, and I'm going to say it's going to be 3-1 to Chelsea. 
And I'm going to say Mason Mount is going to score on this one. Uh, Connor, what do you think on this one? Yeah, I've been actually impressed with Leeds' goal-scoring power this so far. Rodrigo's come back in and is playing some nice football. I know, obviously, Bamford's out injured again, which, which isn't ideal. But uh, I still think they're, they're, they're scoring goals, obviously, and I don't think it's going to stop. Um, I'm going to say Chelsea will still have enough for them, ultimately. I think whatever Leeds will do, Chelsea will do times a couple and do it better. Um, I'm going to say 3-2 Chelsea, and I'm going okay. to back Rodrigo to score. From the lead, so I think he's the only real out they have, but he's in a, he's in flying form at the moment. Cool, uh, Paddy, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna go for uh, 2 1 to Chelsea and uh, have to score. Nice one, uh, right, lads. We're moving on to the last thing we're going to be talking about is Manchester United you know, and Liverpool, lads. We could have talked about this fucking game for ages as well, but um, I'll just kind of dive straight in there being the neutral. Uh, I'm gonna say it's now, there's actually talk about there being mass protests in Old Trafford and for this game actually not to go ahead. So that's the latest that I've heard about this. Don't know how true it is, but um, be interesting to see. And I'm going to go with, if it does go ahead, it's going to be a spanking for United again. Now, do you call this a spanking? 3-1? 3-1 to Liverpool? It's a bit of a spanking I, in Old in Trafford. In that kind of game, I would say it's a spanking, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. So I'm going to go with uh, 3-1 to Liverpool. And I'm going to say Diaz to score. Um, because I liked the look of him there when when he went down to ten men and really looked impressive. Uh, so Paddy, what do you think on this one? Um, I think Jesus Christ, I don't know, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love to see it. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Really, I just don't know anymore. I really don't. I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You know, they're gonna get a reaction this week. Hopefully, Ronaldo's gone, and I don't know. Fucking one all, I don't know. Fucking one all. <laughs> <laughs> Carla, what do you think? I actually, this it would be the most united thing ever to get tonked in two games by yeah, Milton Boyd and then go and get points off of Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then everything will be forgotten about then. They'll be like, oh yeah, we're going to win the quadruple again. Paddy will be back Glad up to four trophies instead of the two. We're now. at the double now. We started at the quadruple. Last the own, the owners more. will be great again. Everything will be forgotten. Ronaldo will be a god. And we're all back to to kissing and hugging each other. Um, I'm, I'm worried about Liverpool at the back because they haven't got centre half. The partner, United, the partner Van Dijk, they haven't got anyone. Um, the way obviously they like to play was exposed by, by Palace, so Palace couldn't do what you'd hope. Well, no, you wouldn't hope, but you'd expect United to be able to do it even. And having no centre forward is going to be, shouldn't be an issue, but I would have loved to have seen Nunes against Martinez, ideally, you know, yeah. that would have been fucking great. Um, I'm back at Liverpool to nick it 1-0. I don't think it's going to be a thrilling affair, but I don't think either of them are in flying form, as we said. Um, but both really need a result, so I can't see it being a draw because I can see one side going hell for Leonard to try to get something. You know, I don't want to be on zero points after three games. Liverpool can't afford to drop more points against against City, basically. Um, so yeah, one nil Liverpool, and I will go with Harvey Elliott to score. Interesting. Um, sorry, I don't know if we mentioned it, Paddy, but you know, you're actually bottom of the league. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know it's the uh, it's the first time in a hundred years that any manager has failed to win their first two games with Manchester United. Great story. And it's the first time ever that Brentford beat uh, Manchester United. Oh, it's just it's just two facts that I thought we'd end up on. Uh, lads, we're yeah, I always have to do something the first time. Records are always yeah. to be broken, so <laughs> well done, Ten Hag, for breaking that record. Can we just say Liverpool are still unbeaten this season? I'm just saying that as well. So <laughs> yeah, the invincible season is still on. Yeah, so Chelsea. Uh lads, we're calling it a day at that. That was a fucking chaotic episode to say the least. Um but it was it was great. And you're lucky it's just goes, fucking kill you. <laughs> but it just goes to show that if you can get a fucking we already have a bit of passion back in the fucking matches, and now we're getting a bit of passion back on the podcast. So hand in hand here, lads. Uh lads, we're wrapping it up. We're we're finishing at that. Connor, I believe you're away for the next two weeks. Yep. I won't be here Enjoy next week it. when you know you get a result against Liverpool. Thankful. <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah, where are you going? Uh, back Barcelona. Back, Signing Barcelona. He's going to watch Dowski. Um, right. Well, Connor, look, enjoy that. Nice one for being on tonight as well, right? It was. Uh, Paddy, 
it's been emotional. Um, I hope you're in better form next week, and um, I we hope you have, have a virtual. We can have a virtual hug next week if you just if you don't feel better. Right? Right. <laughs> so nice. uh, yeah, nice for being on as well. Right? Cheers, man. Right, we will be back next week. Don't forget to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. I know this is the first time I'm only saying it and we're fucking an hour over into it, but make sure if you are watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, make sure you follow us, subscribe to us, like, uh, send all the fucking shit around to your mates because that's deadly crack. Get us on TikTok as well because we put stuff up there and it's great fun. Uh, we've over a thousand followers there now, so I'm going to be going live probably next week or something. We're watching again and maybe, I'll, I don't know, I'll take abuse off random people that don't know me. But uh, anyway, lads, it's been emotional, and we'll be back next Tuesday at 8 p.m., so we'll talk to everybody now.